Welcome back to Motivation and Mindset Show. College edition. How to get recruited and how to create opportunities as a college student or student athlete. Seven great recruiting tips. Roughly speaking, out of 1 million high school football players, only 251 make it to the NFL. That's approximately 0.023%. That reminds me of my first year of college, my GPA. <laughs> Here's another cool fact. Roughly 1% of Americans serve in the military. 1% of that 1% are in direct combat jobs or have seen combat. I've accomplished both. The student athlete to pro level soccer, and fought in combat in Afghanistan. I'm not bragging, I don't brag. I'm sharing real world life experiences and mixing it with all this college, grad school knowledge. Not many people can say they have done both, the academia side and getting out there in the field. Not only that, but I was a leader in both circumstances, which is why I put together these seven super effective tips for creating opportunities and how to get noticed or recruited, hopefully to inspire you on your journeys. I asked my clients, who is your role model? And I added this at the end, and they don't have to know you. And they don't have to know you. When we go back and review some of these questions, this one comes up often. Clients tell me, I never thought about it like that. Just by adding that last piece to the code or that last piece to the puzzle, it automatically gets your brain stimulating and synapping with new creative ideas, solutions, and perspectives. perspectives. Again, educate yourself. Educate yourself daily so you can start improving the quality of questions you ask yourself, just as I did by adding that last statement at the end of that question. Educate, educate yourself. yourself. And if you're having some trouble on where to start or where to start looking, here are some coaching tips. Always, always start with the market data. Whatever topic or industry you are thinking about, look up and research the, the market, market data. data. I'm a life coach. I need to learn this industry. So I searched male life coach facts. Then I modified the search results. Then I modified the searching tools. And then I modified the most relevant data about my industry. Now I have more data. It naturally builds my confidence from the unknown to the known. It's more familiar now. For example, I didn't know that nine to 13% of males make up the coaching industry for life coaches more familiar now. So I set a goal to own the male life coaching industry, building my confidence right there. And then I set a one-year goal out. Let's see how much I can accomplish in one year. Now I'm projected to hit six figures in Q4 of 23. So congratulations for making it this far. It's pretty cool to reflect on our journey sometimes, especially when you're in the grinder, sacrificing instant rewards for delayed gratification. Mastering self-discipline is one of the most difficult things to do in life, bro. It takes a minimum, a minimum of 10,000 hours to learn any new skill or a new skill. So take a second to reflect on how you got to where you are. What's the best and worst memories during your student athlete journeys or overall college experiences? Delayed gratification. Tip number one, squeaky wheel gets the grease. This means you must work at being recruited regularly and consistently. The more effort you make, the more results you'll create. This is not the movie. Depending on your sport, it'll only be the top 100 to 500 athletes in any high school or junior college in the entire country that receives the privilege of having a coach come to you. You have to be proactive. Make a commitment to yourself to spend 30 minutes a day researching the schools, coaches, players, tactics, opponents, and the most important, what value can you add to that school 
or to that team on and off the field. That means they also have very little money at all for finding potential recruits. So don't expect coaches to come recruit you. For all we know, they might be actively recruiting you right now. Have your picture hanging up somewhere in a recruiting office. This is also where integrity kicks in, on and off the field. When I was a junior in high school, I would email head coaches from so many different universities and just let them know, hey, I'm so-and-so, I shared one of my sports accomplishments, my accolades, something to catch their attention right away. Like for me, I made sure to tell the coach or I made sure the coach knew that my natural kicking foot was my left foot. It's pretty rare in soccer and it still is rare in soccer and that I just got back from playing soccer in England. Keep it simple, but keep it effective. You're starting to tap into self-awareness now and that's a life skill you'll keep for the rest of your life. Tip number three, research and analyze. The real recruiting process is a two-way street of communication. That means if you have interest in that college or coach and that college or coach has interest in you, if only one side has interest, then it's a one-way street. And one-way streets only lead to wasting your time and their time. This ties up to tip number one. Start a Google document with all the colleges you want to be recruited by. And like an FBI profiler, start profiling that school. How long has a coach been there? What system does he favor? Am I a good fit for his strategies and tactics? How much money do they have left for scholarships this year and next year? How many players are leaving next year? See, you're starting to take more ownership of the exact outcomes you want for your future. And you can sprinkle this mindset to the rest of your life. Tip number four, maintain to gain. Simple concept, maintain contact with the college or coaches you're interested in on a bi-monthly basis. Every other month, send them an article, an email, a text message, or even better, make a call. Keep you in the front of their minds. This will also help you move up in the recruiting list. College coaches will recruit four to five athletes for the same roster spot, for the same position. All five athletes will have the ability to play at that school or they wouldn't be recruited on the first place. The college coaches will make the same speech and use the same lines to each recruit. It's called, it's the, called sales the sales pitch. pitch. Sometimes the difference between the back of the pack or at the top of the list is something very small, like a little higher GPA or making a little bit more effort to stay in touch with your coaches. You have to make an effort to move to the front of the pack. Don't sit in the back and wait to be recontacted by a college once they've already made contact with you in the first place. They also want to see if you have interest in them. I would recommend to start watching short YouTube videos on the art of negotiations. Tip number five, walk on equals walk off. It does little or no good to be a walk on. I've seen so many players try to be a walk on or redshirt to a sports program. For one, they don't care. They have no roster spots available for your position. You're, You're forcing, forcing it. it. Find colleges that are showing regular interest in you and assisting you in getting ready for school. If they're not, pack a warm coat because you'll be out there in the cold unless you're a preferred walk-on, which means you have a guaranteed roster spot ahead of time. If not, you'll walk off empty. Again, be aware of your surroundings. If you redshirt, are you next in line for that starting position or are you just gonna keep the bench warm? And if so, and if so, and you're okay with that, and you're okay with that, that allows you to observe, learn, and optimize your game. Tom, Tom Brady, Brady. Brady. Tom Brady was a super low draft pick, didn't start, but observed and invested the free time he had not starting on perfecting his game and learning everything about the game. What are other players doing to become a starter? What are other players doing to be on the starting lineup? What are they doing on and off the field? Are they staying late after practice? Is this more than just a game to them? Use your time wisely when learning the art of patience. patience. 
Tip number six, soak it all in, bro. Soak it all in. College coaches have made the statement that if I can't get a recruit to come to campus and pay a visit, I have very little chances of them coming to our school and go to. Go to. So pay a visit to that college. College. I'm giving you the exact recipe. 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 Pay a visit to that college. I'm giving you the exact recipe to increase your chances, the highest possible realities. Besides, besides, paying a visit to see where you're going to be calling home for the next few years is a pretty good idea, right? It's a pretty good idea, right? You wouldn't buy a house without doing a walkthrough. So take a trip and soak it all in to see if you like it or not. Here's a coaching tip. By visiting the campuses and you really like it, take pictures, hang them up on your vision boards. If you're not familiar with vision boards, Go listen to my podcast. Tip number seven, someone is always watching. No coach or college wants a sideshow for a student athlete. Remember two simple rules. Number one, people may notice how you look, but they will only remember how you play. Number two, college coaches want either no maintenance or low maintenance student athletes. High maintenance athletes turn coaches into babysitters and be respectful. It will also make you appear more mature and intelligent. And that's just plain out smart because it's an investment for you. If you let your work ethic speak for itself on and off the field, your coaches will bend over backwards for you naturally. They will go out of their way naturally or will bring up your name to coaches and scouts naturally because of this simple tip that I'm providing with you right now. Hopefully, Hopefully. Hopefully some of these tips are helpful. They helped me during my student athlete journey, my academic journey, my military journey, my transitioning back to civilian life journey. I still have my scouting and recruiting letters. I remember them stacking up on my desk. I couldn't believe it. All because I made a simple decision, a simple introduction, a phone call, a visit, an email. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it. And I got an email from the Stanford coaching staff telling me, I wish you could have emailed me sooner. We just filled our last few scholarships. They already seen me play and wanted me to join their squad. The downside, I would have to pay tuition. But at that time, I didn't realize the various options I could have taken at that moment. But I wasn't educated enough in that area of finance, financial aid. So hopefully these tips will help you in the present moment so you can make the best decision for your life. Don't do what other people are telling you to do. Do what you wanna do based on your own research, your own gut intuitions. Do whatever makes you happy. Getting recruited is just like anything else you want to get better at in life. Consistency. Stay consistent with your recruiting process and relationships with the colleges you want to attend. Write this affirmation down. The harder you work, the luckier you become. And that's not by coincidence. That universal quote or affirmation has never let me down. I couldn't believe it.